millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. And welcome to Toon Jam. I'm Matt. And I'm Jamin. And we are back in festive, festive spirits. It's that time of year again. It's festive season. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to all. Happy holidays. Happy Hanukkah. Happy holidays. Merry whatever you're celebrating, mm-hmm. whether it be your birthday, uh, Christmas, <laughs> Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, um, uh, you're, you've finally broken that pull-up record yeah. that you've yeah. been trying to beat. I, I, who, who cares, man? As long as you're celebrating something. Yeah. Tuesday. Then, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy. So yeah. Merry you Merry Merry Tuesday. Merry Tuesday. <laughs> yes, it's festive. And what what a way to start a festive season. Um I'm guessing by the title of the episode you already know, but we are covering G.I. Joe Real American Heroes. Yes. Um of course I don't really need to explain why it's so festive. <laughs> mm. Um, but I will. We're actually doing an episode that is a, is a, is a Christmas episode titled Cobra Claws Are Coming to Town. Oh. Or Cobra Claws Is Coming to Town, something like that. Yeah. One, one of the above. Um, so, I mean, I imagine you've probably heard of G.I. Joe. Um, maybe, maybe you haven't, though. Oh. Uh, let me tell you a little bit about it. Uh, G.I. Joe, a real American hero. Retitled this is this is interesting in the in the UK as Action Force. Oh, <laughs> because obviously we did not want to know about Real American, American hero. <laughs> Get off it! <laughs> Action, Action Force, Force. that's yes, so painfully generic. <laughs> Action Force, yes, please bring them on. Oh, man. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, yeah, so Action Force in the UK. Uh, it's a half-hour American animated television series created by Ron Friedman. Um, you may know Ron Friedman from his work on uh, Transformers mm. and the Marvel Action Hour. Things mm. like Iron Man and Fantastic Four. Um, et al. Hulk. <laughs> Hulk, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think the X-Men was part of that, was it? No, I don't think so. Um, it's all the ones that weren't that good. Yeah. Um, but reasonable. You know the ones. But, I mean, Transformers mm. is, is massive. G.I. Joe is massive. Yeah. So, who cares? Yeah. Um, it's based on the toy line from Hasbro. Mm. And the cartoon ran in syndication from 1983 to 1986 uh, with 95 episodes. Who doggy? But not all by one company. It's got a very, uh, very uh, intense history of, of companies. Oh. Um, when uh, Hasbro uh, launched G.I. Joe, a real American hero toy line in 1982, alongside the Marvel Comics series it commissioned, Marvel Productions uh, to produce a series of fully animated 30 second television commercials which were broadcast in order to promote the comic book publication, since advertising regulations for a literary work were more lax than for a direct toy commercial. The commercial for the first issue began airing throughout the spring of 1982. The popularity of these commercials led to the, the production of a five-part G.I. Joe miniseries, which aired in 1983, later known as The Mass Device, when it re-aired during the series syndication. Um, so that was the, the pilot episode, essentially. Ah. Uh, it got promoted to a full series in 1985 with an initial order uh, for a first season of 55 more episodes. Uh, and this was in order to make up the required 65 episodes for syndication. Uh, so that pilot was a sort of a, a 10-part thing, I think. Hmm. Um, the season began with a third Friedman-penned five-part adventure, The Pyramid of Darkness, and the story sees most of the existing cast from the two previous miniseries held captive by Cobra, while a new assortment of characters, um, that is the new 1985 range of toys, thwart Cobra's attempts to surround the Earth with electricity-negating Pyramid of Darkness. Um, oh. So, yeah, essentially... Um, it kind of got to a point where they were trying to keep up with the toy line. Mm. So characters would come in and out nonstop um, <laughs> and there would be no explanation. Um, and because it was sort of a shared universe with the comic books, mm. it would also, there, there would be deaths and things in the books that would then be referenced on screen. Oh, yeah, which is interesting. Quite cool, cool crossover yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, a, a fun fact: um, when um, in nineteen eighty six, the miniseries—I mean, they keep calling them miniseries—I think it's like a series of miniseries—is the series. Um, it introduced a new nineteen eighty six range of toys um, into the story, which were at the centre of most stories across the rest of the season. In particular. 
this is pretty interesting. The miniseries debuted former WWF and then current AWA professional wrestler Sergeant Slaughter as a member oh, no. of G.I. Joe, played oh. by himself um, for this funny. season. Yeah. And then, so he, he was actually a wrestler that was also a main character. Amazing. Um, there was a follow-up movie that took place after season two, which was intended to lead into season three. Um, and though Marvel Productions continued to produce animated commercials for the toy line and comic book, which featured a new theme song with the lyrics, Nobody Beats G.I. Joe. Oh. Fun detail there for you. Um, after the broadcast of the movie, um, it then never got around to producing a third season um, <laughs> and ended up losing the license to competing animation company Deke, ah. um, who then made the third series. Um, Deke then themselves passed on the baton and it was then given to, uh, uh, wait, so Sunbow. Ah, yeah. Um, oh, no, that's not true. Sumbo is a character. Sorry, I'm getting very missed. So there's a lot of information. There's so much information on G.I. Joe. I never realised what a treasure trove of of stuff that goes on. Sumbo is a production company. I thought so. Hmm. I'm so sorry. This is the most Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> um, Christmas surprises everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. G.I. Joe, it was a co-production between Marvel Productions and Sunbow mm. Productions. Um, so Sunbow's staff would write the scripts based on the characters and vehicle designs provided by Hasbro, while the artists at Marvel Productions would draw storyboards based on the scripts and record voiceovers. Uh, the animation was outsourced to Toei in Japan, who worked on all 95 episodes as well as the movie. So, mm. there you go. Pretty, pretty interesting stuff, really. Yeah, um, quite a sort of past. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, there's so much. It's still going now, I believe, in, in, in mm. a sense. G.I. Joe comics, yeah. uh, no longer made by Marvel. Um, there's newer movies. Um, yeah. didn't, didn't The Rock feature in one of the movies? He was, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, more than uh, one, maybe. Tatum as well, I believe. Yeah. Like. So, I mean, obviously... It's no stranger to having wrestlers in the series, but yeah, play who knows? I mean, I don't know how many do, but yeah, I mean, so much out there. So you've had my uh, my classic uh, filtered nonsense from it there. I hope that's uh, brought some some new <laughs> new facts for you. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's obviously a massive property, uh, especially for the eighties that we've never done before. So. What better time than Christmas? Um, does it hold the values that we need? We shall see. Um, let's. I mean, have you have have you watched it before? Uh, I don't know if I actually have. You know, like like I know of it, and like I know that it was a cartoon and stuff. But I don't know if I ever actually sat down and watched the cartoon. You may have watched uh, Action Force. Yeah, if I did, it was Action Force. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> not like I don't really have a memory of watching like you know. No, in whatever. no, I don't remember it airing when we were younger. Mm. Yeah, um, but I do remember a friend of mine having loads of GI Joe toys. Mm. Um, right, which 
was it was always weird because it was like oh who who are these guys like yeah. why, why have you got these toys he had so many i um, i actually had a couple gi joe toys but they weren't um like i had there were like some monsters or something that i thought looked cool and just had yeah. those they were like two monsters that just didn't even they didn't even look like anything related to gi joe i guess yeah, like the yeah. toy line was pretty extensive there was one that you like looked like a big yellow and black bear that you put like clay inside its stomach for some reason. Oh. Um, and then there was another one that was like a big swamp creature that had these weird tendrils and you, they had like wires in. So you pressed something on its back and it'd like grip. And these were, these were G.I. Joe toys. Yeah, they, it was it was part of a G.I. Joe line. So I don't even know weird. what that was yeah. from. But yeah, they, they were some of my favorite toys just because the yeah. monsters were really weird. Um, <laughs> I guess they, so, they had to out, like stretch out to other other areas. Yeah, yeah, very strange. And just um, army. So. Well, fun fact about my friend that had, you know, it was like literally like a bin full of just right so many of them um, that that he wasn't really allowed to play with if, oh. it, if his mates were around. So I think they were his dad's, but uh, like they can't be that old, you know. His dad yeah. wasn't that, you know wasn't a kid when they came out so mm. it was always confusing but he uh, ended up joining the army so oh there you go <laughs> there you go maybe uh it's a big influence want to remember if you're getting your kids to watch gi joe i mean yeah heads up for whatever your, your thoughts are on it you know it mm. could end up being that mm. i did end up becoming a monster as a result as well yeah that's true yeah. actually yeah <laughs> hey it, it really works the formula yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> and i ended up becoming a wrestler yeah so, that's what you want to yeah <laughs> my wrestling moves are second to none um but yes there you go so a uh, bit of information there so but we've never I'd, i never watched it at all mm. um i've not even watched the new films no neither have i no they looked a bit garbage to be honest so <laughs> My thoughts, my thoughts. Um, but there you go. So uh, let's, I mean, we've not got a Rotten Tomatoes, so 100% on there. <laughs> IMDb rating, mm. 5.2 thousand votes. Ooh. Ooh. So plenty there. What's your guess for the score? Uh, I'm going to go 6.8 on this. I feel like that. It's not... It's not really based on anything. That was just a real stab in the dark. And that yeah, one. yeah. Uh, Six point eight. Okay, you are yeah. wrong. Mm. Um, if you'd have gone up and down <laughs> by one, uh-huh. <laughs> and then what you'll see seven point seven. Oh, yeah. See, I was gonna go seven something, but I was like, I don't know. It could have evened yeah. out with others. That's just more reviews than we usually have for stuff. Yeah, but yeah. I suppose it's quite old, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Seven point seven. I think that's 7. quite 7. high. That's very high. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's quite. It's not what I was expecting for a, um, for you know, an eighties. Yeah. You know, toy line show. cartoon. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. So, um, almost eight, which is a, a very yeah. high score for IMDb. That's it. Um. Okay. Well. There you go. Um, but what is Twitter saying about it? Mm. I, I imagine it's not easy to find stuff about a specific GI Joe. Uh, item. No, 
No, uh, we have some general G.I. Joe stuff as well. as a few folks who, you know, note the Christmas episode. We've got uh, X Wilk Man X, uh, who says, found out there was a G.I. Joe Christmas episode. Watched it. It was weird. That's the tweet. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's what you'd expect, really. Um, yeah. Not necessarily from the tweet, but from anyone watching like oh just you'd expect it from gi joe at christmas episode yeah yeah i mean i going in you're like how how is it going to be that christmasy yeah yeah like how much christmas can they put in this yeah like we've seen stuff where it's like they just jam santa in for no particular reason yeah 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 i mean that's that's the only thing this hasn't got really is yeah santa um but this, yeah, I mean, it is Christmassy and it is weird. I'll, I'll give it is, it. it is weird. Fair point. Yeah, it is yeah. weird. Uh, Jason1749 says, FYI, uh, to be, I guess, somebody who they, they have a familiar relationship with, uh, has the 80s G.I. Joe cartoon. I am watching the Christmas episode whilst drinking a beer, living the best life 12-year-old me could imagine. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I guess for the future, I I wouldn't recommend any twelve year olds be drinking beer uh, whilst watching well, I th- anything. Yeah, I think I think it's just the twelve year old game. Like that was the best thing they could possibly contemplate with yeah, their yeah. It, was Do you know like, what? Uh, if I had a beer as well, <laughs> yeah, I would be a man. I like that. Yeah, I like that, I like that. That, that is funny because like. In a way, you're half really right because mm. as a kid, you know, you do have to be old to drink or older to drink beer. Yeah. Um, whereas to watch G.I. Joe, you can do that then. Yeah. <laughs> but for so some reason, funny. as a kid, that makes so much sense. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, it just needs to be augmented by an adult drink. And then <laughs> that's, that's all I could ever wish yeah. for. Like, you can't see your, <laughs> You can't see your interest changing whatsoever other than... no. You get to alcohol. <laughs> and I mean, they were right. They were just, you know, yeah, so that, who they on. are in the future, <laughs> living it out. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, we have Dan Hop who says, um, had a dream about an old G.I. Joe episode where Cobra Commander had a robot dog and it got wounded and he had to tearfully put it down. Spent so much of my life on the stupid internet, my brain's just making up heartbreaking moments from childhood cartoons. <laughs> That's the tweet. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so not really GI uh, related. Yeah. <laughs> not really anything to do with um, GI Joe, to be honest. Uh, no, no. But, just uh, you know, yeah. I feel for you. That's uh, yeah, a sadness you you never had to experience. No, no. But I mean, just shows you how much uh, GI Joe is part of the uh, yeah you know, the cultural subconscious that people just dream of it every now and then um, yeah. with with added story elements that probably didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So, um, yeah, someone noted in the replies to the tweet that they, they could imagine just how painful it, w- it would be to witness that because the voice of the Cobra Commander as well, trying to be mournful, would be <laughs> <laughs> in itself something. It's really that, that classic 80s uh, villain, yeah. cartoon villain voice. Where did that come from? It's so I strange. don't know. Like, who experienced that one villain in real yeah. life? <laughs> <laughs> you 
hmm, I have got you now. <laughs> and that's like a terrorist. Yeah. Like, yeah. Or, you know, someone's been kidnapped and that's that's the kidnapping. That's how they spoke. What is strange. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, apparently everyone in the 80s. That was yeah, that's, that's how, you know, how villains spoke. That yeah. was the epitome of, of what you should fear in a man. Yes. Yeah. If you heard that voice, it was like, oh, no. <laughs> Like they are, they true are evil has approached. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have Media Warrior who says, "Crypto and NFTs sound like a scheme Cobra Commando would do in the GI Joe cartoon." <laughs> <laughs> yes, finally, <laughs> pay for my monkey. <laughs> It's uh, yeah, that's painfully accurate. Yeah, yeah, very true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good note. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then finally, we have Timmer Joe who says, "Here's a picture of a sailor dry humping a slab of meat." <laughs> this is from a GI Joe's Christmas episode. If this doesn't make the world better, I don't know what does. <laughs> <laughs> at first, I was like, "What are you getting at?" Uh, but but yeah, is that the, is a moment. Yeah. Story element from, this, <laughs> from the episode. Yeah, uh, yeah. very strange. That yeah. is a moment. Yeah, it's. Uh, it's. I mean, I guess is that the last tweet? That's the last tweet. Yeah, and it's a good way to just dive straight in. Yeah. Um, it's. A, it is a, an insane moment. But this this episode is so so bizarre. Yeah. Um. What an episode to watch. Half of it, like the first half. I feel like they were like, oh, yeah, it's a Christmas episode. Yeah. And they, they kept, but it wasn't like, it was really crowbarred in mm. um, to the whole, I mean, laughably as well, the the real heart of the Christmas story. Um, I can't remember the guy's name, but the one with the dog. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. That was, the dog's called like. The Hound dog's called Junkyard. Junkyard, yeah. Yeah, he he, yeah something like that. Uh, he's like, yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just hilarious that I mean, they're all sitting down. I think having Christmas dinner or something. Or yeah, yeah. It's not Christmas Day, is it? No, but they're having I mean, like Christmas dinner. They, they, I mean, it starts. <laughs> I mean, the more you think, of, it starts off they're transporting presents. Yeah. Um, and then someone sneaks in a rocking horse. Yeah. into their presents then they take those presents back to the base i don't really know why or where what they're doing with these presents no i, I kind I think of they were going to distribute them to like a children's home or something yeah my, my, i really had issues engaging with this episode yeah um I, like i kept realizing i was just zoning out for <laughs> minutes on end <laughs> um but so they, they had these presents and then they'd snuck in some you know, it was it was essentially a Trojan horse. Yeah, a a Trojan hobby horse. It was really like going to lengths to, try, <laughs> I don't know, create a story. But then he's having his dinner just to go back to his story. Um, and he just leaves. And then he, he has a real sob story, doesn't he? Mm. About yeah. how his parents were too involved in Christmas and wouldn't. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. 
Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Including. Yeah. Which is so, uh, you know, you watch it like, is this a real problem anyone's had? Yeah, I've never, I've never heard of this before. <laughs> of all the things you could, you could yeah. do, like, why he doesn't like parents? Maybe he lost his parents at Christmas or... Yeah, I know. That's where I thought he was going. Like, where else could he be, you know? You're like, just expecting yeah. something like that. But no, his parents just liked Christmas and didn't let him get involved. So he, he always and felt because... left out. <laughs> <laughs> it was such a weird... It was too weird to be not a real thing. Yeah. But then you're like, how is this a real thing? Yeah. It was, it was very was bizarre. Just... Yeah. And then... It, it... Even stranger that he'd like left the gathering where yeah. he was included. Because he just never felt, never felt included no matter what. Yeah, it was really like, what? What's going on? Um, um, and then, I mean, the the Cobra soldiers get regrown, take the yeah, stuff, and that's it. They're, they're secretly tiny inside of yeah. all the toys that they've put. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just hilarious. It's worth a watch. It is hilarious. Mm nonsense yeah. um but then the second half was just basically a full-on just battle yeah you know, with with it's what you'd expect really wasn't it from a gi joe episode yeah yeah it was just wartime but, let's but get the first yeah yeah the, the thing that made it interesting was that they were using each other's equipment so yeah. like 
the Cobra like stole all the GI Joe stuff because they were pretending to be GI Joes <laughs> to try and bring down their name. And then the, the, the Joes got in all the Cobra equipment, but everybody was like upset of like shooting their own stuff. Everyone <laughs> <laughs> was so mournful, like, oh, I can't believe I had to shoot that there. I think like, the, the weirdest thing, I guess it's like, this is a real example of like having to fit your story around toys. Yeah, um, yeah. In some of the characters in G.I. Joe mm-hmm. are just amazing. Yeah. Like there's there's way more pirates than I thought there would be in G.I. Joe. <laughs> <laughs> there's <laughs> there's like one that's like a sailor. Yeah. With a, but he's got a parrot. And yeah. then there's a villain that's like... just a pirate. Yeah. Um, I just wasn't expecting that. There's more. No. There's cowboys. Yeah. And, uh, there's wrestlers. There's like, um, I don't know, like, is she like a model? She's called like Cover Girl. It's <laughs> <is> so weird. <laughs> it's like, is that her expertise? Oh, man. I mean, it's, it's, you know, you do watch some things from the 80s and you're like, oh, it's actually surprising uh, mm. that this is progressive. Yeah. Uh, and it shows like this that, that the reason that those other ones are surprising. Yeah. Yeah. You know what Definitely. I mean? It's like, you know, one one black man that, did he talk in rhyme? Almost. He, he was, was very it? rhythmic. <laughs> like, <laughs> almost too offensively rhythmic. <laughs> I just thought that was dead. Like, oh my days. And then everyone else is like a white man. 50% of them have mustaches. Yeah. Um, and then there's like it, cover girl. Yeah. And like the main guy is like blonde Aryan male. Yeah. Like, just, yeah. It's just everything. Yeah. It's everything you'd expect from the times, isn't it, really? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you know, it is what it is. I did enjoy as well, like, how at the start of the episode, as well, everyone refers to everyone by their name as well, just so you can <laughs> know which character is which. And they've all got the stupidest names as well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you forget them all, don't you? But they are like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. as if they called the the dog Junkie Heart. Um... <laughs> 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 so i mean the one that got you know the sailor and his yeah. parrot so he's like does he does he hate his parrot yeah he doesn't like the parrot at all i couldn't really get his he, like half the time <laughs> his parrot gets like worn out or something hmm. and uh, he has to like lie him down on this miniature parrot table <laughs> so, so he can sleep and he's like oh i'll miss you buddy hmm. not really though hmm. And then walks off. Yeah. And then it's just like, why is he so harsh on the parrot? Yeah. And then, and then one of the weirdest parts of the show is like, <laughs> for some reason, which never happened to anybody else, during, <laughs> he, he just grows giant. Yeah. You like, missed a vital moment then uh, in yeah. which the gun that regrew him had mm. a jiggly part on it. Oh, I see. I don't know if you remember that. Uh, yeah. They, they clarified that it, there was something wrong with the gun. Right, so, but the, I think the gun at this point had already been broken, then remade, yeah. <laughs> and then then they then they used it to shrink the parrot, and yeah. then they they jiggled it back, and then put him back to normal size. So the jiggly bit wasn't the same as the as the switch. Right. Yeah. So yeah, Easy I mean, mistake. this gun is a real <laughs> a real linchpin in the episode because it, and then it just yeah. buys half of the stuff that happens. Like, yeah, essentially a giant parrot. Say it's like Lord of the Rings, but with parrots. Yeah. <laughs> that's basically parrot. the end of the episode. 
<laughs> it really is. And and the, the the person who hates it the most is the guy who owns the parrot. Because yeah. then the parrot's talking really loud <laughs> and he's just like contemplating death at the end of the yeah, episode. Yeah. <laughs> but but to full circle and kind of hone in the the whole Christmas message, uh, which is mm-hmm. definitely forgotten by ten minutes into the episode, if not earlier. Yeah. Um that by the end of it, Hound or whatever his name is, yeah, isn't sad anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know what lesson he learned. But... No, There's just no reason for it. <laughs> he was like, "Yeah, I guess I do have a family after all." Or something like that. I don't know. He was it involved was, uh, in Christmas. <laughs> yeah, like you know, all those, all that shooting down their own planes. <laughs> That's oh, you know yeah. really brought him the feel of being together, yeah, yeah, and just yeah. message and just really gave that Christmas message of togetherness yeah. in some yeah. way that I didn't get. That's what it was all about, yeah, it? and it's and it really was it genuinely really laughable, like yeah, because yeah. you kind of forgotten by the end that it was a Christmas episode, yeah. and uh, yeah, especially <laughs> since they just had like aerial combat over a civilian <laughs> area, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh... <laughs> There was there was so many amazing bits as well because Cobra because Cobra was pretending to be the Joes like you could see like the morality like switch in loads of the civilians like there's one bit where some (laughs) a father like covers his child like and like jumps to safety and the kid's like the Joes aren't they the good guys and the the dad's like I thought so too son. And like yes. almost sheds a tear. It's so good. Uh, they, they really... They're not even. They've not even cleared their name at the end of the episode. No. <laughs> like as far as anyone knows, it's the Cobras that have saved the day. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. It's it really was a treat of an episode. Just yeah. You just did, it. It was so unexpected. Like you didn't know what was coming next <laughs> at all because. It was so, it's just so unpredictable. Like they they had really gone wild, and that yeah, yeah. there's so many moments that you were like, what what's this bit? Like the sailor and the they they'd been hung in the freezer like <laughs> by handcuffs. I mean, that's a, we, I mean, we didn't even get to that bit, did we? I'm mean, not right. even. There's so many things that happen in this story. I mean, just to boil it down to bullet points: mm. uh, transporting presents, uh, shrunken soldiers climb out of wooden horse. Mm-hmm. Get grown, yeah. Uh, escape meat locker, yeah. Aerial fight. Mm-hmm. It's Christmas. Giant parrot. <laughs> Giant parrot. It's Christmas. Giant parrot. Merry Christmas to all. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what? I mean, just uh, how did they come up with this? Yeah. It's, yeah this, this, is... this is one of the most phenomenal things we've watched. Like story. Oh on. yeah, yeah. This is like. This is the most, um, it's got to be the most novel Christmas episode we've watched of anything. <laughs> it's not just the most novel episode. Like, yeah. I, I don't think a story has gone to so many different, you know, places. Right. In and one. I mean, I, like going into this, I was, I was like, oh, this is going to be so, it's so old and yeah, just yeah. kind of like, you know, it's kind of out there as far as my you know my personal interests go i'm really, <laughs> not really bothered about gi joes and yeah you know, military stuff or whatever it's like whatever but this made me want to watch more 
<laughs> it's like I'm hoping that this tone continues throughout yeah, the show yeah. because well, and do you know what as well? Like it, it's a proper. You can tell, like you can see why the toys were successful. Yeah, yeah. Because as mental as it is, you know, there's so many different characters with different vehicles, and you would be like, yeah. oh, I just want to play that. Like, yeah. oh, you're a giant parrot now, and you... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the story can go anywhere. Like, it really could. I was actually surprised at just how much action there was. For saying yeah, it, yeah. it's like an old show, like the action portion of it was quite impressive. Yeah, like, well, I like, and I think I, that's when I started tuning back in, really, mm. was when they started, like, you know, actually, like, getting to grips with action. action yeah, like, if you compare that to like you know a modern marvel movie or something like they they they've got all the same kind of elements to it do you know what i mean like yeah yeah there's lots of different shots it's very much like this goes on over here like there's multiple people like in combat like fighting and you're switching from from one to the next and there's huge explosions everywhere and like it was i was like i didn't realize it this had so much in it like i was that that was quite impressive i mean this is this is how marvel started with you know successful tv yeah yeah <laughs> hilariously uh, <laughs> so, this yeah, is, so everything that's happening now everything you're all watching mm. is because of uh cobra claws is yeah it's because out. of a, a tiny gift yeah. of tiny <laughs> cobra agents <laughs> inside of a hobby horse <laughs> uh, i mean uh, one character as well uh just mm. before we sort of finish up for this um, that that was in it, I think, once and then disappeared. That was really into the hobby horse. Was just some Irish guy with a terrible accent. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> and he, he just disappeared. He just was there. Yeah. He was like, "What great craftsmanship!" <laughs> and then cleared off. It's just like absolutely drumming up the hobby yeah. horse as a gift. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a show what a show flipping it oh, right okay well you know we've we've had some fun so uh <laughs> let's let's move on let's do our final reviews merry christmas action force real generic heroes forever action force is it's action it's it's action force. It's full of real American heroes. It's, these aren't American. No, these are generic heroes, and they love action, n- power, now fighting men, boy, man, army men, fight. You love it. It's got all sorts of different characters that you can buy as toys. It's got it's got army men. It's got yeah. cowboys. It's yeah. got pirates. It's yeah. got cars it's it's got wrestlers it's got woman it's got them all yeah horse Horse now get your hobby horse today in the bonus pack with extra action on top just how you like it real forever yeah action force Real Okay, so here at Toon Jam, we have a three-point rating system that goes as follows. Thumbs up, Merry 
Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas to you. Yes, Merry. Uh, thumbs down. Uh, 80s politics mm-hmm. and, you know, social views. Oh, boy. And shaky middle uh-huh. um, villain voices from 80s cartoons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's the deal? So, <laughs> good, bad. Uh, mm-hmm. Not really sure on that one. So, mm-hmm. G.I. Joe real american heroes slash action force yes <laughs> your thoughts mm. yeah i mean as as a show i feel like this really just hit all of the marks in one go you know whether you wanted it or not really it was like a huge cast of heroes and villains all with their own situation going on um you know like no matter what sort of like niche type hero you want they had it anyway so it, you were just like, okay, there's my guy or whatever. There's there's my girl, cover girl. There she is. Um, and from from the get go, you were like, I don't. Things just happen in the show. It was it was really there was no way to predict what was going on, and that's an element that I really enjoyed. Like someone just coming out of a secret cave to drop a hobby horse in the back of your van instead of a bomb. Not wouldn't have expected that. Wouldn't have, <laughs> that's not a story element I'm familiar with. So. Um, yeah, really uh, just out there. It was so wild. And, and, you know, we had like the heroes having a good time. The villains were super happy with the fact that they were taken over and they had this, this really cool scam to just like ruin the reputation of their enemies. They had future technology that we still don't even comprehend today of like shrink down, shrink back up, possibly go too large if, if the, the thing is wobbly. Um, you know, then you have all these extra moments that are just like, oh, what a strange hostage situation. Like, put them in the meat locker. Give them the key to their own handcuffs. Like, you know, it's it's all happening at the same time. All of that culminates in a giant ac- action sequence. I mean, this is, you can see why, you know, there's people like Michael Bay in the world. If, when they grow up on a cartoon, this mad, this full of ram to wall to wall with explosions. Yeah, It's like, well, of course, that's that's how we get the modern action movie. So... I mean, this genuinely made me want to sit and watch more because, like, what else could happen? Like, what other adventures can these crazy people get up to? It was thoroughly enjoying from the get-go. And, you know, maybe I was enjoying it for reasons that weren't necessarily (laughs) implied by the creators, but they were all there, so it doesn't really matter. Uh, I really enjoyed this. And definitely not the kind of tropey christmas episode that we're used to you know there was no like santa turns up and they drive off in the sleigh together into the you know uh, you know into the night or none of that nonsense um it was just a whole brand new spin on a christmas episode so yeah i i thought it was fantastic so (laughs) gi joe real american hero action force thumbs up from me thumbs up (laughs) sterling thumbs up I mean, I just want to get this out of straight away. It was, you know, on base value, utter garbage. <laughs> but that being said, it was the best. It was it was junkyard garbage. Yeah, oh yeah, junkyard. Um, and and but it was it was like you say, absolutely hilarious. I think early on, I did I did keep switching off, um, just because I was just a bit like. I don't care what they're saying. This is just ridiculous. Um, but I, as I kind of watched it more, I, I kind of got in. Like it, it, I think it just got 
it, it kind of it, it dipped into like this is stupid mm. and then went straight through it <laughs> so much so that you were like okay do you know what i, I have no idea what's coming next <laughs> like and i think the first moment where i was i the first moment i, I when the tiny men climbed out of the hobby horse <laughs> it was like what is going on here like is that bigger than it looks or what and then then they had a shrink ray that had not been explained at all no and you're kind of like oh man this is what is going on in this episode then they're in the, that meat locker mm-hmm. which is weird anyway because what's weird is that there's a piece of meat in there with them <laughs> <laughs> you just kind of like why is why is there like you know an odd number of characters perfectly laid out but one of them mm. is a piece of meat um and then he when he brought in the key as a present mm. that's when i think i was hooked in the pun <laughs> like said key <laughs> it was like okay this is ridiculous let's watch um and then I, everything after that just got weirder and weirder and like i say like that whole action se- sequence when they're kind of all in vehicles like going mm. for it shooting each other was weirdly good, even with like partially racist, racist rhymes, dude. Like <laughs> he was still, despite that, he he, he was pretty cool, like mm. um and stuff. And like the, the the stupid characters all kind of make it. So yeah, I yeah, I, and I don't know if I'm just overcompensating for the fact that I never gave the Legend of Zelda a thumbs up, but <laughs> I still have to give this a thumbs up. Oh man, wow. <laughs> Wow. Not what I expected. No, this um, is a real Christmas surprise. <laughs> a real Christmas surprise. I think that was the whole Christmas bit. Um, yeah, I mean, was just so hilarious, mm. and and it wasn't like you say it wasn't the, the it partially was tropey because there was that whole you know parent Christmas sadness. <laughs> that, <laughs> the Christmas sadness was, but it was so like what they picked was so offbeat and so bizarre. Yeah. <laughs> if you're listening and you had that problem at home, please message in. Yeah, and we'll tell you exactly what you should watch mm. to make you feel better. You've got to join the action force. That's it. It's, it's the only way. No, no but yeah, like what a cracking, cracking episode! I had everything genuinely. Yeah. Like, it had, you know, explosions, crazy mm-hmm. vehicles, uh, yeah. tiny, tiny army men, yeah, um, hobby horses, yeah, giant parrots, mm-hmm. and sad meat lockers, sad <laughs> meat lockers, slabs, slabs of meat, and sad yeah. men, yeah, at Christmas, yeah, I mean, you know, it just and it, you know, it just shows you, you know. Men can be sad too. Real men. Real men. Real American heroes. Real American heroes cried. Then you know you're you know, it's okay to be sad. Yeah. So there you go. For, first Christmas episode was an absolute doozy. Oh wow, yeah. Not I mean, expected. I, I don't know if anything is gonna be able to top that. <laughs> we should have done this last. We've definitely ruined yeah. Uh, but you know, at the same time, at least we've got this. Yeah. I know I'm watching Christmas Day again. Yes, yeah. This is first thing in the morning. 
this Run might downstairs. become my Christmas routine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah this is up there with uh, Shalundu Lundu. <laughs> um, for those that don't know, that's a previous visit to Justice League at Christmas. Yeah. So. There you go. All right. Well, there you go. Two thumbs up. Yeah. Uh, thank you for listening. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. The time is on us. Um, we've got a few Christmas episodes. So join us again next week. Uh, don't forget, if uh, you liked what you heard, please feel free to rate and review us wherever you listen. It's very helpful. If you're listening and you want to listen to our old episodes, such as uh, the Justice League Christmas one, you can find them on YouTube. Um, but if you're listening on YouTube, then don't forget we have a, a feed as well. So you can check that out on the podcast for fresher ones. Um, otherwise, all that's left to say is thank you so much for listening. And until next time, you stay merry. Hey, everyone. Thank you for listening. If you want to help the show keep going, you can be extra jammy by heading over to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash toonjampod. Here you can get a shout out on the show or unlock bonus episodes. Ratings and reviews anywhere you listen to the podcast also really help us out. So thank you and stay jammy. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Kyler Tsinas. I'm Khaled Sinas, and I have been training a global community of women since 2009. I've created a brand new podcast, Sweat Daily, to help you level up your life and reach your health and well-being goals. From fitness tips to food that fuels you, meditation to motivation, we've got you covered. Sweat Daily, the happiest, healthiest, and most confident version of you awaits. Available on Apple Podcasts and wherever you get your podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.